mission here at West Hill is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. That is my goal as a communicator, as a teacher, as a preacher. That is our goal as a church, is to equip you for the work of the ministry. We are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And so that is the driving force behind what we do and why we do what we do here at West Hill. And so I hope that as you listen to the content that comes from our main stage and even from our classes, that you realize that, that we are not here to play church. We are not here to play politics. We are here to equip you to do the work of the ministry. That is my heart, my goal, and my desire. And that's the heart behind this series called Rules for the Road is although we, we know that we should be spending time in God's Word, the majority of us, if we were honest, have some serious struggles in relation to studying consistently what God has to say through His Word that He's given to us. And so I want to do a quick recap as we, as we dive into this series and, and, and as we finish this series today. And where we've been so far and in week one we learned that we, we need to research the hard So we can understand the heart We need to research the hard so we can understand the heart I'm going to read this, you don't have to turn there But in just a, in just a quick recap In Luke chapter 1 where we started this thing Where we talked about context bringing clarity to our lives Luke writes and he says Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. And with this in mind, I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning. And I too decided to write an orderly account to you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. And so we learned that this this, we, we get clarity as we study things in context. And context is extremely important. Then in week two, we learned that a light is only helpful if you turn it on. And Psalm chapter 119 reminded us that his word is a lamp to our feet and it's a light on our path. The Bible brings things into the light. Now we're going to move on to this final part of the series. And I'm just going to ask a couple of questions as we, as we dive in this morning together. And that's how many of you would say that, you, that memorization comes easily? How many of you love to memorize? I don't know. Maybe there's no hands that are going to go up this morning. Or how many of you would, would admit that you actually hate to memorize things? And I bet most of us would say that we loathe memorizing things. For me, it reminds me of elementary school, uh, which I hated with every part of my heart. I mean, I despised it. And we may not realize it, but we actually have tons of things memorized. And you know that. I mean, so many useless things are filed away in our brains. I can sing along with almost every 90s country song that comes on the radio, which I didn't set out to do, by the way, but I'm kind of proud of it. So, but it's also ridiculous that those lyrics take up so much space in my brain. And you guys probably feel the same about some of those things. We all have 
things stuck in our heads that, that are pointless or just plain weird. Memorization is, it can be funny like that. It can be tricky like that because we often need to do it, but we find it difficult, and then sometimes we don't care about it, or we remember, or you know, we remember it forever. And sometimes it's required of us. I mean, you think about actors who they memorize a lot of different things, you know, movie scripts and different movements in in in, in movies that they're a part of. Uh, students memorize dates of historical events. Politicians will memorize speeches, and Jason Bourne memorized numbers. And so sometimes you actually want to do that. I mean, think about this. Some of you can actually type an entire text message without even looking at the keypad. Now, I'm too old. I can't do that. But you can even carry on an entire conversation by using movie quotes. I mean, Brett Carpenter, who's here with us today, uh, he goes to West Hill, his best man, he was the best man at his brother Bo's wedding, and his best man speech was mostly made up of movie quotes. It was the coolest speech I've ever heard. Now, some of you know every stat for your favorite sport team or even athlete. We have dozens of passwords for various things that we have put to memory on a good day anyways. I mean, you think about it, you know, your email, your passwords, your, your phone password, you get, you've got a lot of passwords. I have a Disney daughter who can movie and sign quote till the cows come home. And maybe your kids know every word to Encanto too. You already know where I'm going with this, I think. And based on the spoiler alert from last week, as I let you know that we're, we're gonna challenge you and me to memorize parts of our Bible. If the Bible is the top-selling book of all time, which it is, and the most important thing that, that we have access to, that we have at our fingertips, then we should probably have some portion of it memorized. We should, we should probably have a little bit of it put to memory. Now, I don't know a single believer who wouldn't say that they wished that they had more of the Bible hidden away in their hearts. I think we all would, would feel that way. And I can't think of anyone who would say that, that, no, I don't want to be able to easily recall that one verse or that idea, that, that especially like if someone is, is grieving or something is, is going on with a temptation or a struggle or a challenge in our lives, we want to be able to, to remember those things. We want to be able to remember that God loves us. We need to be able to remember that we need it. But in case you're tempted this morning to, to maybe zone out, let me tell you why I believe this is such an incredibly important thing to consider this morning. That if you're feeling antsy or you might even be feeling uncomfortable here in the room, I want you to resist that tendency. I want you to resist the tendency to feel ashamed, to feel guilty, or to even feel called out today. And like I said in my last sermon, I want to inspire you. I want to convince you that this is worth your time and it's worth your effort. Because when we memorize the Bible, 
it helps us do what it says. Now, if you don't know what's in the Bible, you can't apply you can't apply it if it's not in front of you. You can't learn from it. You can't look at that friend who is encouraging sinful behavior and say, hey, give me a second to see what, if, if God's okay with that. It's not, it doesn't always work that way. You don't have the tools to remind you why this specific sin is a rebellion against God. That if you want to you be secure in the principles that are taught and where it's found, it's a good thing to have some parts of the Bible memorized. Having the Bible in your heart will actually make you better. Your relationships, your marriages, your parenting, your whole life will actually be better because of God's work in your heart and life through His Word. But most of us probably already know what the problem is. If we're really honest today... And with ourselves, we'll admit the reason we haven't made this a priority is simple. It's because we just don't believe it's worth the effort. And so we're going to go back to Psalm chapter 119 this morning. If you have a Bible, I would encourage you to find Psalm 119. We were there last week as we, as we spent some time looking at God's Word being a light in our life. And Psalm 119 is dedicated to, to showing the importance of God's Word in our lives. So look at verse 11 with me. The psalmist writes, I have stored up your Word in my heart. Some versions say, I have hidden up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That I might not sin against you. Hiding something in my heart sounds kind of intense. And to say it another way, it means something has become a part of you. It's like that song that is forever stuck in your brain and in your head. It's the exact opposite of what we sometimes do in school. Uh, this, when I was in school, I memorized most things just for the test, and then I forgot everything that I had just memorized for the test. I mean, maybe the Elevate students, or maybe some of our college students could identify this morning. This is, this is definitely the wrong way to go about memorizing the scriptures. And whoever the author of Psalm 119 is, he is saying that he has taken the time to make sure that God's word is not just in his brain, but it's in his heart as well. And what's the difference about the two? Because there is a difference. You see, our heart is where our emotions live. Our brains use that information to make decisions. We are led so often by our hearts, the emotional side. Our worst and best decisions have, have been and will be made because of our hearts. The author of this psalm has decided to store or hide God's word in his heart. And for every intentional reason, when a decision needs to be made and a move needs to be made in your life or in our lives, God's word is always right there and ready to assist. If we look at that verse again, we see why this was such a big deal. It's, it's, he says, I have stored up, 
I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not, what? Sin against you. Knowing God's word can literally keep you from sinning. Now this is huge. This has huge and practical implications in our lives. And we have to pay attention to what, to what comes to mind when I ask these questions. I mean, is there any sin habit that you just can't seem to kick today? Have you fallen into any kind of rut with your life? I mean, sin always seems like a really good idea at the time. Taking that, that item from your work wasn't really an issue. Your work, you know, you work a lot of hours, and, and they owe you that thing. You know, moving in with your girlfriend didn't, didn't seem like such a big deal. Plus, you felt that it was the most responsible financial decision in the moment. That little lie that, 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 that's trying, you know, trying that drug, or, or, you know, it all seemed like the best option at the moment. And our brains can trick us like that. You all probably have some little bit of a highlight reel going on right now in your mind of those moments in your own life. We, we can always come up with a reason to justify what the heart wants to do. So we have to allow God's word to soak in us and change our hearts. I want you to look back to verse 9 if you still have Psalm 119 open. It says, how can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. This is why memorizing God's word is so important. That if you want to know if something is a bad idea in real time, memorizing scripture will help you know for sure. It will help you know. I mean, if you have the truth in you and with you, it won't matter what tricks your mind begins to play on you. You will be able to make the right decision. The Bible can remind you before you do something that you will regret what is actually true. Now, how many of you would be able to say this morning that you can testify that's true, that it's happened to you, those moments that you, you look back and you see where God's word has reminded you? I mean, scripture in your heart will get you to where you need to be and not just where you want to be right now. We've all been there. When you're frustrated and you want to lash out at someone, and when Ephesians chapter 4 will remind you that in your anger that we should not sin and we should not give the devil a foothold. Or maybe you are someone who deals with anxiety in unhealthy ways and God's word softly reminds you from Philippians chapter 4 to not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Or maybe you feel like your boss is always on your case and you think it's time to quit and you can just mentally pull up because you've memorized Proverbs chapter 19 verse 20 where it says listen to advice and accept discipline and at the end you will be counted among the wise. I'm so thankful for some of the the older kingdom thinkers in our church and in my life 
who can add so many examples to this list and help remind me when I'm struggling what's really important. But if I could sit down with each of you this morning, each and every one of you, and talk about where you're struggling, there's not a single thing you or I could encounter that God's word doesn't speak into, or that we wouldn't benefit by having the word from the Lord already imprinted in our hearts and on our minds. You see, the law of his God is in his heart, and his steps do not slip. In other words, here's what we find. We find that memorizing scripture makes us stronger. Hearing God's word memorized or having God's word memorized will always give you the right answers in the moments that you need them. And everyone has those times when we don't know what to do. Things are, are blurry and our enemy is playing tricks on us and he's messing with us. And when we don't know God's word, we can, we can lose that battle pretty quickly. But we are stronger when we have it memorized. When it is written on our hearts, we are prepared. When it comes to memorizing what's you know, what's the best plan? Where do we start? That's always the question that I get. And one of the best ways to map this out is to identify maybe some areas where you're struggling today. As I have conversations with so many of you, this is a huge question. Like, I, last week I got a lot of questions about, hey, yes, the word is a light, and, and I've got to turn it on in my life, but where do I start? Where do I, where should I read first? How should I study? These are legit questions that Christians ask that, that many of you are asking. And so it's not bad to ask that question. It's not shameful or embarrassing either, because we struggle to do this sometimes. There's 66 books. There's a lot of things that we could study. And so it's good to ask those questions. Where should I start? I would not encourage you to just memorize a chapter or section because it, it sounds impressive. Think about areas where you need God's help in your life. These are great places to start. One of my biggest struggles in my own life has been when life isn't going as planned because I plan everything. I am often tempted to then get mopey and discouraged and then to give up on trusting that God is always right there with me. Which usually, in my own life and heart, leads to an unhealthy mindset, and sometimes that leads to bad decisions, and then I become a grumpy husband and a grumpy father. But I have hidden Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 in my heart, and I am reminded that God said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And in those moments, when I'm at my worst, when I want to give up, when my heart is playing tricks on my brain, when I wonder if God has given up on me, I remember those words. My heart is reminded that he is always there and I am not on my own. And I'm never on my own. The other thing I need to remember in those moments where I lack God's trust is God's peace. Isaiah chapter 26, it says, You keep him 
in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. When I'm on the struggle bus, I need to be reminded daily that he is with me. And the response to that is found in verse 4 of Isaiah 26, where he says to trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. This is how I've used memorization in real life. This is how it has worked for me. It's, it's not intimidating. It's not overwhelming. It's in a useful way. And the same thing can happen for every person in this room this morning. But you have to make the decision to get started. Now, I really, I want you to think about this for just a moment before I continue. How many of you have any scripture memorized? I mean, really evaluate that in your own heart, in your own mind right now. Can you recall God's word in any moment in those situations where you lack trust, when your faith is weak, when you're really walking through a season, when you feel like you have no peace? Can you recall God's word is hidden deep inside your heart so it can influence your life? I believe it can happen for you. You just have to get started. So here's the deal. If you hear the first opening ditty to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and can sing every word, word for word, then you can memorize some scripture. If you can remember the starting lineup to the 1990 World Series winning Cincinnati Reds, by the way, whoo, I can remember everybody who played in the starting lineup of the Cincinnati Reds. I watched every game. I can remember that. If you can remember those details, you can remember Scripture. Maybe you need to investigate what it would look like to learn Scripture from music. It's out there. It never hurts to ask someone who has a thriving faith that what has helped them as they've turned the light on in their life, as they've memorized Scripture. Maybe ask your small group leader or someone else what verses they've put to memory that has helped them in their life. So my homework for you this morning is simple this week. Do this. Find one verse to memorize. The reference to. So you know where to find it. So you know where it's located. No cheating. Evaluate your own heart. And see where you might need some direction when it comes to living your life. And then ask God to give you a verse that will help you in that area. I struggle weekly with trusting God. So I'm constantly pulling Isaiah 26 back up from memory. Like I said, it could be a sin struggle. Or maybe it's just something that you need to remember when you're having a difficult time. Or maybe it's simply just a promise from God that you want to remember. And this is where Google can actually be a benefit. I talked about that last week. If you weren't here, go back and listen. But you can actually type in the search bar, verses about God's peace, and find so many options to pick from. It's not a bad thing to do that. Or you can go to the back of your Bible into the concordance section, and you can look for a specific word or topic as well that you can, you can study and memorize. And then read through them all. And ask God to give you one that you can memorize. 
then you can do these types of things. These are just tricks to the trade. You can write it on a three-by-five card or on a sticky note. And you can put it on your desk or on a bathroom mirror, the dash of your car, your desk. If you journal, you could write it out every single day for a week or even a month, however long it takes. You could text it to a friend who could use it. You could make it the background image on your phone from you version, whatever. See if this verse has put the music somewhere. Maybe your friend group or maybe your small group or your family could, could memorize a verse or a section of Scripture together, but challenge each other and hold one another accountable. Because if you really love and you really care for each other, we will want people to win and be better. And these are the things that I actually care about as a pastor. Memorizing the Bible can, can help you understand and make those things happen. Everyone knows this, but I want to remind you that tough decisions are coming your way. You know this. You know the hard times are coming your way. And if you have put God's Word, if you have written it on your heart, you will be grounded in truth and you will have God's perspective. And I want to make sure to say this, that reading and memorizing for the sake of just reading and memorizing will never result in heart change. I know people who can tell you everything there is to know. They know everything about the Bible, and they can quote it, and they have just about the entire thing memorized, or they claim to. And I don't want to look anything like them. They're not focused on following Jesus with their heart and their life. They're just checking boxes. They're just doing the thing. And God actually knows the difference. This is for believers who want to make a difference for the kingdom and then live a life in step with the Savior and imitate His heart and look like Him. You see, when we hide God's Word in our hearts, our lives can actually be different. Regardless of how you actually feel, what if God's word reminded you of what is always true and unchanging in this world? I mean, students, your years in high school and college could be so different and filled with so fewer regrets than those who are around you. Parents, the years that seem so hopeless can be a legacy that continues for generations. Retirees, your final years on this earth before waiting for us in heaven could be filled with mentorship and discipleship and investment in the believers that you will leave behind. God's word makes all the difference. And many of you have modeled that for me. And others. And here's what you need to know that God loves you, and He gave us what we need to live an abundant life that's pleasing to Him and the best possible scenarios for us. That's what we all have in His Word. He is our guide.
And not to steal all the fun today, but to give us the best path. That's what his word does. Not just, not just once we're desperate for help, but before the hard times actually come. The Bible can be your best friend as you walk this life and this road that you're traveling. And maybe the best thing that you can do with it is simple. And that's memorize it. I know a lot of people who struggle to do this well. And I've been in that camp before. So let us be inspired today to make this a priority. Above above other to-do list things that are posted on our fridge, maybe. My hope and my prayer is that you determine to put memorizing more of the Bible into the want-to category instead of the need-to category. Because memorizing Scripture makes you stronger. This is my experience with it. This has been the experience of so many of you in the room today. That you would echo that very statement back to so many in the room. That when you have written God's word and hidden it in your heart, it has helped you not sin against our God. It has given you the best possible path to take. Because it doesn't return void. It is perfect. It is good. It is a light for us. So read it in context. Turn the light on in your life and memorize it because it will make you stronger. Clarity, light, and strength. What will you do? Maybe you're here this morning and you're not a Christian. And that's where it all starts. Is giving your life to the God who loved you enough to come to this earth as Jesus and pay the price for your sin to give you life and to give you hope and to give you a better future. And maybe you're here this morning and you don't have that relationship with Jesus through his sacrifice on the cross for you. We want to encourage you and challenge you this morning and, and even beg you to get some answers to the questions of where you will spend eternity because Jesus died for you. Christian, what will you do with his word? Will you continue to make excuses for your bad decisions or for your struggles? Or will you get clarity on what God says from his word? Will you turn the light on and will you be strengthened by it? Because it will make your life better. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful for the opportunity to gather together this morning. We're thankful for your word that you have given to us. You have preserved it, and you have given it to us as a precious gift. So God, I pray that we as your people would love it and cherish it and keep it with us at all times. God, I pray that we would be a people who are falling more and more in love with you every single day, and that we would find the strength for the journey from your word. The road is hard, the road is challenging, but you've given us what we need to navigate those paths. So help us to find our strength from you. Help us to hide your word in our heart. And it's in Jesus' name we pray.
Amen.